Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nobody Makes It Out Alive. Today I have a very special guest with me, Viandre. Hi! If you want to introduce yourself, kind of tell more about yourself, yes. what you do. Um, hello, my name's Viandre. I'm a trans activist online, and I also am a fashion icon, as yeah. you could say. Um, can you show your slippers? Yes, I have <laughs> plushy slippers on. I hope you guys can see it in the frame, because like, you won't be able to see it. I'm like, hello? <laughs> um, but yeah, I do TikTok, I do Instagram, um, and I'm just an advocate for the trans community, so yeah. Love it. And we're today we're going to be talking about how it was like, like growing up on social media, like yeah. at a young age. And obviously you're very open about being trans. And with that, I feel like there comes a lot of hate on the Internet. Absolutely. Just like a lot to deal with as like a child growing up and yeah. like the spotlight. And so we're going to kind of get into that today. Um, but before we do that, let's start off light and kind of tell them about our week this week. Special mention, I want to say thank you so much to Pizza Hut. They emailed Mackenzie, my manager, and they were like, can we send Farina pizza for um, the next episode? And I was so hungry. I just filmed an episode before this. I already ate like three slices, but I'm probably going to go back in for more while we're talking. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't be surprised if the box is gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All three boxes are just like demolished. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. What has gone on in your life this week? Um, Honestly, just... Finishing a lot of Pride Month deals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I That's get so asked fun. for Pride Month all the time when it comes to like campaigns. Yeah. Like I just did um, one with I Buy Direct. Cool. <laughs> um, so that was like filmed like two months ago, but mm-hmm. I had to film like me trying on glasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just get to, you know, make my coin so mostly fun. this time of the year. Yeah, I just moved here like six months ago and it's honestly been really good. How I, do you like living alone? Is it, like, different to get used to? Is it, like, a lot to adjust? Or? Mm, yeah, because I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, like, over time have became somebody who likes my alone time a lot. Really? Um, That's funny because I was the opposite. Like, when I first moved in alone, I was, like, not a people person at all. Like, I really? loved being alone. But now, like, living alone longer, like, I love people yeah. more now. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's because you've been here longer. How long yeah, have you been true. here? I've lived in LA for, like, two and a half years. Oh, wow. Oh, I know. I can't even but say, like, I can't believe that. Yeah. Aren't you from California in general? Like, yeah, I think like you're three from hours the away. Bay, right? No. Um, the Bay is up. I'm, oh. like, down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Opposite direction. <laughs> yeah, like, three hours away, though, so it's not, like, that much of a jump. But, like, where did you move from? You said Seattle, Seattle right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. That's a big move to make alone, and I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Aww. No, you too. Thank you were doing it, like, when... I remember I was in high school at the time when we met and mm-hmm. you were just like making so many big moves. And I was like, oh my gosh, how is she doing all this? So yeah, I was like, guys, I've known P for like two, how many years? 
two or three years two or three now. Years, yeah. yeah, it's been Ever a before we met. We were mutuals for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met you. I was like, finally, bitch. <laughs> I know. I was like, mother. Because I don't know. When I look at you, I just think of like a very like mother relationship mentality. Like oh. you give me like mentor vibes oh, for she sure. Me mommy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you were actually at my birthday party. <laughs> I haven't, guys. Please don't be mad at me. I'm still editing my YouTube vlog of my birthday. Please, please, please. Free well, me. Today, the podcast came out where... Yeah, where I kind of talked mm-hmm. about it, but, like, everyone in the comments was like, oh, I thought this was the vlog. So, sorry to disappoint, but I'm still editing it. Please, wait. Right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, how how was that? What was your perspective? Like, did you have fun? I was shocked I was invited low-key. Because we haven't hung out in so long. But, you know, I think that's just, like... Us being busy, you yeah. know, just getting stuff done. I know. That's just, I feel like that's how I am with most of my friends. They disappear for like two months and then Me I come too. back like nothing. I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> how have you been? I remember you were like, oh, I wish I could be hanging out with you more. No, no, no. Was, was this like, when I was drunk? Yes. I was like, Verena, you can. Like, we could hang out more. And you were like, but I feel like I can't ask you because no, 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 no. And I'm like, well, I feel like I can't ask you either. We're just like both nervous Why all the time. Why do I briefly remember this? <laughs> I got like a tiny flashback. <laughs> She's like, something's kicking, guys. <laughs> I like start twitching. <laughs> the freaking um, not so Raven clip of her <laughs> eye going. Like having a vision. <laughs> um. Okay. So I know we just like kind of talked about it for a little bit, but what like made you move to LA? Like, what did you? What made you decide? Like, okay, it's time. Um. You know what's interesting is that, like, I came out here for, like, amplifying my career as an influencer. But mm-hmm. honestly, like, I kind of resent being one now. I get uh, that. I get that. <laughs> um, so originally for that and just to be closer to work because I would come back and forth. Um, I remember that. For, like, 15 to yeah. 18. You would be in LA for, like, two days and be like, okay, goodbye, guys. I'm going back to school tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, and, like, during... Um, when I was here, I was like doing my Zoom calls because mm-hmm. luckily it was during the pandemic. Yeah. So, you know, I was yeah. that was like kind of perfect timing to breaking the yeah. rules a little bit. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm getting my career done. Like yeah. I, I'm here to do your shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but now it's more of the intention of like, I don't know. I want to pursue things that are like talents, if that makes sense. Like, I yeah. don't want to just like be on the internet. Be like a face on the internet. Exactly. Like, you want to have more en- endeavor. Holy Absolutely. Shit, I can't say that word. Endeavors, endeavors, endeavors. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sorry guys. (laughs) I just want like a more diverse catalog, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense of what I can do. Because I can model, I can sing. She does it all. You know, I just don't showcase it all. So it's time to put my foot down. I'm excited to see more of that of you. Yes, you know. And I just started my podcast, so that's also a good thing. Yeah, guys, her podcast set is so cute. Ah. Please go watch her podcast after this episode. Yes, (laughs) I know. We'll have to have an episode sooner or later i I know i I get picked up for my sixth episode pilot (laughs) (laughs) when you first got here was la like kind of what you expected or were you kind of disappointed a little or were you like this was overhyped or were you was it what you expected see i was coming back and forth um so i kind of had already an idea of what la was like Mm -hmm. but in a sense like traveling for two days is so much different than, than living, like here. living here yeah um so i think i would look at it like exciting and touristy and like want to do yeah. all these fun things and get it done in a week and be on a time schedule and now that i am here i'm like oh 
I'm a little lazy. Because, <laughs> um, like, that's what I would be back at home, you know? Um, just me in my bedroom making videos. But yeah. it doesn't take much effort to, like, you know, make a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, honestly, I'd say... Um, yeah, I, my opinion changed over time. And I definitely mm-hmm. went in it with a negative mindset at first. I felt like that was just kind of typical, though. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of influencers do that. And they're like, you know. But I wanted to give it a chance. And I honestly think it was the people that I was surrounding myself with. Yes. Um, which brings me to my next point, too. Is right. Was it hard for you to make friends? And if so, like, I was kind of talking about this on a different episode of, like, in L.A., you kind of have to categorize your friends in a way of, like, party friends. like Right. Friends that I trust, like, friends that, like, I feel comfortable with. Like, was it hard for you to kind of figure that out? Because I remember when I first moved here, I was, like, yeah, so distraught that, like, some of my, like, party friends weren't, weren't like, caring about me in the way that I thought they were supposed to yeah, or expected, exactly. you know? No, I think I definitely, like, categorized them now, and I know mm-hmm. who to stay close to and, you know, open up to. I think what did it for me was just a, some low-key there was some snakes out here i don't want i don't want to say some i want to say hella yeah exactly (laughs) but also like my ideas of how i view sort of what i do change so much like i value being off my phone so much like i it honestly because once i get on it i'm in work mode you know so um, like you can't escape literally exactly <laughs> like i feel like anyone else like logging into instagram they're just like oh what are my friends doing and yeah it's like, for us we're like okay like why didn't this perform as good like mm-hmm. what can i do for this like mm-hmm. this it's like it's not the typical job it's right because like, yeah. you're turning something that is typically like for memories and fun mm-hmm. and for expressing genuine emotions and into, like appreciating a community people. and like monetization and there's so many that goes exactly so much that goes into it yeah yeah so it's been kind of interesting like I guess monetizing it so much because I in a sense started at it with a hobby mm-hmm. um and then over time I kind of was like okay like I kind of want to see if there is more to life mm-hmm. there's more to life than just being in your screen all day yeah. and creating a moment versus actually living it I literally used to be so fucking addicted to my phone sorry I literally used to be so addicted to my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just such, like, a leech. Like, it was sucking the soul out of me. Like, I was, like, not as motivated. I was, like, not going outside as much. And I've recently also been trying not to be as mu- on my phone as much, especially, like, when I'm with my friends or, like, we're out to dinner. Like, I notice myself, like, go to grab my phone, like, go check on my Instagram post. I'm like, nope. Mm. Like, I have to put it down. It's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of training yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, but honestly, like, when I start getting on my phone, like, I am like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm being disrespectful to my friends right yeah, now. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, wait, wait, I have a question. This one's actually really funny because I feel like everyone who moves to L.A., like, they go to their first L.A. party and it's, like, such a culture shock. And yes. I, w- I want to ask you, like, what was, like, your first, like, what the fuck, like, L.A. party moment? Um, okay. <laughs> it was so funny. Not to jump to what we're going to talk about later in conversation yeah. about, like, how we met and stuff yeah. and, like, that whole situation with living in the house together. Um, But it was during that time. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, um, Viandre and I were in a content house for a very short period of time because it was very short lived. Yes. (laughs) It was like only two months. I was there for like three weeks out of the month. And um, yeah, I I was the first one to move out. I said, bye. (laughs) No, literally I, I was 
just there for three weeks. Glad I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She said, just popping in. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But honestly, it was just going there. Like, I was in high school at the time. I was getting out of my goody two-shoes era. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just so scared because I was just, like, such a mama's girl. Mm -hmm. And I still am. But I remember when you first came here, I was like, I want to protect her. I want to put her in my pocket. I was uh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I think I would give too much vulnerability to way many people. Yeah. Um, Just because I was so excited. You like, were so excited to be there. It was so new to you. Exactly. Like, yeah. But for me, it was like the parties for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be partying in like mansions in the hills and i'd be like where am i literally i'm like 16 and i'm supposed to go to high school like (laughs) when i get back home so you know (laughs) um but yeah and like seeing people do like hard drugs and stuff was really weird for me yes okay my first like what the fuck la party moment have you guys ever been to the wish mansion I've never been. I've I've heard a lot of people go, though. <laughs> okay. So we get there, and it's, like, this big party, and it's, like, the Wish logo everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so this was, like, one of my first L.A. parties. And I go into the bathroom, and I don't want to name drop, but there's this big-ass influencer in there, and he's, like, with three girls. <laughs> and they're like, it, and Caesar will bleep it. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's, like, doing a line of Coke, and they're like, do you want to join? Like, do you want to, do you want to like a line? And I was like, <laughs> I'm good. I was like 16. A line? What is this? A cult? Like what's going on? It was, it was like literally like a group of people in the bathroom, like just doing a line of Coke. They were like, oh, you want some? I was like, just peeing. <laughs> just, just here to pee y'all. <laughs> and so I think that was my first like, damn, like this is so normal here. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. But one thing I will say is I'm very proud of myself for never doing Coke. <laughs> yes. Well, I yeah. mean, I, I've been offered it so many times and I'm just like, me too it's not my lifestyle it's not my gig kind of scary how much it's offered to you though like yeah yeah and it's it's also really sad like seeing some of your close friends like starting to like love it and do it a lot Mm. and that's one thing too is like i don't want to try it because i don't want to like it right (laughs) because nobody tells you that like drugs feel good you know like Mm. they feel good for the moment until it's a problem and i feel like yeah, I'm like drug prevention, guys. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> I grew up with a family member who was an alcoholic, and mm-hmm. it. I just like. I think because of that, I resent drugs so much. Like yeah. it's scary because you don't want to see yourself exactly. Go down the same path. I yeah. feel like it just puts people in weird situations where it's just like binging, addictive, mm-hmm. treating yeah. your family incorrectly, yeah. like disrespecting your family, mm-hmm. um, crossing boundaries, it's burning bridges. Definitely a domino effect. Yes. Yeah, it's like once you are in it, like there's just so much like that surrounds it. That mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but. I was going somewhere with that, and then I lost it, and I was like, "You're yeah. good." <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's it's honestly really hard because when you have somebody who is in your family who is like that, you honestly are traumatized from drugs yeah. and traumatized from things that typical people have fun with. But you know, yeah. But I love that we can have fun and party without. Duh. Hope, so. No, <laughs> yeah. I honestly think that's like the most valuable yeah. friendships it's because like being in the moment, like actually having fun, like yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you get to, like, remember things. Yeah. And you get to tell people about your memories. Yeah. You tell your kids and stuff. Like, oh, me, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. We were at that 18 plus club. <laughs> the 18 plus club. 
I would. That was another thing. When I thing. first moved here, that was all I would do. Me I, too. <laughs> oh my gosh! After the house was over, That's you so guys, I wanted to go to this eighteen plus club so bad, but I was seventeen, and I used your ID. Do my you remember? ID? I don't remember. Girl. Wait, I think did it work? Yes. We are. We don't look alike at all. I mean, you guys, please tell us if we look alike, but. I'm like a 5'10 baddie. She's a little cutie. I don't even know. Like, she's not, we're nowhere near in height. We look nothing alike. Right. L nothing. She had blonde hair on her ID. Yeah, I, I was literally had blonde hair on my ID. <laughs> I was like, girl, what's going I'm on? Glad it works, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, okay, so actually, now that we're going back on the memories of us, like, living together and yeah. everything, um, what was it for you, like, living in the house with, like, a bunch of influencers and, like, that was kind of, like, your first, like, experience really being surrounded by influencers. Like, yeah. Me too. Um, How was that for you? Well, honestly, like, I really am thankful for the time that I had there mm -hmm. just because, like, all those people that I'm friends with mm -hmm. in that house, I'm friends with to this day. Mm -hmm. Like, we would have never met, we you know. We would have never met, I know. And so I just, like, I'd say, like, the sole base of who I know out here is from that house. And yeah. because I was such Those at a vulnerable roots. age, yeah. I was just like, oh, I feel like this is a part of home yeah. with me. Like, you kind of built a home in those people. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, even if they weren't the best people. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you guys, like, starting being on the internet so young, you likely didn't go to college well i know verena you were in college for a bit but dropped would you, out would, like <laughs> when you tell these stories do you feel like this is like your college experience yes i remember yeah. living at finesse i would be telling people i feel like this is like my uh, sorority, sorority girl era <laughs> yeah yeah it literally felt like a sorority um yeah. but yeah honestly a lot of people had a negative experience I was there for three weeks, so I really didn't have the chance to have a negative yeah. experience. I was more so, like, happy to be there. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, yeah. others have different stories. And Honestly, my experience was not the best, but I'm not going to, like, shit on the company or, like, shit on anyone mm -hmm. there. Like, it was an experience. <laughs> right. It was definitely an experience. Honestly, like, um, and a good learning one as well. Yes, like, you I can agree. learn how to set your boundaries, and learn how I, to live with people. I am thankful for that company at the same time because, like, that was my first time, like, leaving my hometown and, like, being in L.A. for an extended period of time, like, longer than a month. And, right. like, meeting new people. And, like, I got to model, which was really cool. So I am very thankful for the experiences they gave to me as much as I did not have, like, the best mm -hmm. mental health at the time. Yeah. And, like, time there. Well, you were also simultaneously doing, like, that acting gig. Yeah, I was, girl, like, working, like, like, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. every I day. I work, <laughs> like, a dog day and night. Like, girl. I, I remember, do you remember? I, I would, it would, oh, my God. <laughs> it would be, like, 6 a.m. And I'd be like, okay, bye, guys. Exactly. And then I would come back at 9 p.m. And you you would be like, what the fuck, Marina? Right. Yeah. And you would be like, okay, are you ready to party or what? <laughs> I'm like, girl, are you okay? The party don't start <laughs> Are you mentally ill? I mean, you know what? She's being a self-entrepreneur, though, so it's okay. Wasn't that, like, your first time meeting, like, Gia and all that? Yeah. Person too? I remember that. All yeah, yeah. of my trans girls yeah, I that I have, like, built a sort of a community with, I was meeting them all for the first time. So I was just really excited because I remember my mom, they would go on trips together. Like, they would go to New York, and they would go on, like, 
a bunch of these girls trips and I just couldn't go at the time because my mom was like, why would you go on a random trip with strangers you've never met? Yeah. Um, and I believe like the first time I was like testing the waters with that is when my uncle was going to Arizona mm-hmm. and um, one of my friends happened to be there and I was just like hanging out with her the whole time. And I was like, mom, look, she's a good person. Like <laughs> she's not going to put me in any, like was your mom really scared to like set you free. Yes. Um, mine too. Mine, mine, mine she, cries all the time. She wouldn't let me be in it initially. She was like, mm-hmm. and that's a, why I wasn't in it from the very start because mm-hmm. my mom was like, no, mm-hmm. you can't go out to Los Angeles at 16 years old. I wish you were in it old. from the very beginning. Me as well. Everyone shat on me for being like the only minor there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. What about you? Um, yes and no, because it was very new to me to be like surrounded by so many people 24-7, like every single day. Yeah. Where like I literally had no time to like recharge. Right. So like there would be some days where I'd be like, this is really fun. Like I love having this many people all, the t- all around me all the time. But then there would be other times where the whole house would be like hanging out in my room and I'm like, okay guys, I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I think the only times I ever felt like lonely was like when I had like some serious shit going on, I needed someone to talk to, but I was like, I don't know if I actually trust any of you, you know, like yeah. with my like. Was there any drama in the house? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not on my behalf. What happened with you though? There was, I wasn't in any drama, but I witnessed a lot of yeah. drama. Yeah. The only drama I was in, were you in the group chat when I would keep texting like, who the fuck keeps stealing my shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, someone was literally fucking with me for literally like two weeks. I would have to go to CVS every single morning because someone would take my toothpaste. I would, I would literally text in the group chat like, hey Oh, guys. so it was multiple people. Yes, I would be like, hey guys, it's <laughs> fine if somebody used my toothpaste, but please bring it back because I need to brush my teeth. <laughs> and nobody would answer me. I would have to go to CVS, buy a new one. Two days later, it's gone. Go to CVS, buy a new one. Two days later, it's gone. So I had like reached <laughs> my fucking breaking point. I was like, I don't know how many toothpaste I can buy. Right. So I text in the group chat and I'm like, guys, I am literally losing my mind. Like, please stop taking my fucking toothpaste. Like, if you need to use my toothpaste, just brush your teeth in my bathroom. Like, yeah. please. Mm. And then, but it was also getting to the point where it wasn't even just about the toothpaste. Like, someone stole my shoes. Someone stole my James Charles makeup palette. Someone stole like my ABH lip palette. Yeah. I mean, you guys so are all living together. Like, exactly. don't you? No, and like, like everyone knew that like I'm the type of person like if you want to bother some uh, borrow something I don't give a fuck like use it like mm-hmm. take it for as long as you want as long as I get it back like I'm not weird about that like mm-hmm. I don't mind people borrowing my stuff but it was just like people wouldn't ask I would like go into people's rooms and I would see them like my like three of my hoodies were in their closet and I was like okay <laughs> right there's this <laughs> lack like, of someone's boundaries. wearing my dress and I'm like I don't mind but like ask and so yeah I just remember my breaking point was like one morning. It was, like, after, like, six bottles of toothpaste later. (laughs) I, like, was so mad. I had no toothpaste. And I go, and it was, like, eight in the morning. And I I go to, like, the middle of the house. I'm, like, who the fuck took my toothpaste? (laughs) I was, like, so mad. Yeah, not my proudest moment. But, like, (laughs) I was so angry. You're, like, it needed to be done. Some boundary (laughs) needed to be set. And no one needs to take my damn more toothpaste. I never, I never found the toothpaste thief. <laughs> so the drama was the toothpaste. Or or the shoes <laughs> or the makeup, yeah. But, like, I don't know. I was missing so much stuff. I, like, I was so mad. But, yeah. yeah. That was really the only drama I was in. But I witnessed <laughs> yeah. a lot of people have their own drama, which is none of my business to speak on. But, yeah, right. there was a lot of drama in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was, like, a lot of... Um, I remember... Tension, low-key. Yeah, there was tension... 
I think not everybody knew how to um, fully like react to a trans person. Mm. Um, and there was like a couple people who would be like misgendering or like mm. just not making it like a mm -hmm. very fun space to be in. Were um, people like treating you weird there? Not me. Um, but, you know, I just remember having to comfort some of my girls and it yeah. was like, there were so many people who were there at some point. It was like, okay, we have to question the background of how you grew up yeah, <laughs> and how you even got here in the first place. Yeah. Cause like, like, girl, let's do some digging. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had to really analyze people, but I think yeah. later on, um, I realized like I was so excited. I wanted to do like collaborating with people. Like mm -hmm. it was like my first time ever just really like, Sorry to cut you off real quick, but have you ever been, like, so excited to, like, meet and, like, collaborate with someone and you meet them and you're like, oh, wow, you're actually a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but most of the people that I mm -hmm. collaborate with, like, I do some double checking mm -hmm. for sure. Like, I make sure they're a good person before yeah. I even meet them and, like, we FaceTime and stuff. Yeah. I'm not someone to be, like, mess with my time type yeah. of thing. Um, but I realized, like, later on afterwards, like, me wanting to collaborate and have like fun little ideas turned into me getting used. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize at the time that like, you have to be really careful about how. Yeah. I didn't realize I was getting discovered at that time. Like people were in a sense, like finally seeing me, like, I was oh getting yeah, my like, little internet hype. She? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't realize like I was actually visible mm -hmm. and had like a platform to the world mm -hmm. and People took advantage of that for sure. Like, yeah, it's always the beginning mm -hmm. of like the influencers are like trying to like, like grab you like a fucking hawk when exactly. you're like on the come up and they're like, how mm -hmm. can I like milk you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had that happen to me and it was very sad because I thought they wanted to be my friend, but they did not mm. want to be my friend. <laughs> I know. That's how I feel like honestly with you when it comes to just like being friends now. Cause mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want you to ever feel like I'm using you or, no, everyone you know, who's in my life now. I don't feel that way about them at all. Good. Like if I'm like actively reaching out to someone or like, I'm like telling them like, Oh, like, Whatever, like, I don't talk to people that I feel that way towards. I feel like I've been in L.A. for so long now that I choose, I pick my battles and I just choose peace. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think it's honestly okay to have people who, like, you are business partners mm -hmm. with, you know? Like, not everything needs to be friendship, um, mm -hmm. as, like, harsh that is. Mm -hmm. Like, there's people who collaborate just because it is going to benefit their careers. Yeah. Like, And then they'll never talk again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's not personal for them. Maybe that mm -hmm. is a business transaction, you yeah. know? So and there's nothing wrong with that either. I exactly. Mean, do you get your bag? That part. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think. Can you talk about why the house ended? Um... um it was only a two month like it was supposed to be three months oh really yes and then i actually got into i actually have a voice recording of this phone call <laughs> do you remember were you there when everyone was in my room and i was like fighting with the ceo on the phone because he wanted me to do a photo shoot but i had just gotten back from a 12-hour shift at brat mm -hmm. <laughs> were you there and um, i had like a panic attack and like went to go sob in the I backyard and like 12 people were like it's okay it's okay <laughs> and you're like 12 years old <laughs> literally i literally have that recording of that phone call and i was like i am literally 16 years old i should not be overworked like this like i literally just got off a 12-hour shift and you want me to go do a photo shoot like i'm telling you i have not eaten all day i am drained like you're crazy mm -hmm. <laughs> and so 
he was like, yeah, I had gotten a really big fight with him and um like child labor laws, babe. Yeah. <laughs> and so I told him I was like, I'm moving out. And then I told a few girls, I was like, I'm going to move back to my mom's. And then those other girls were like, we're out too, girl. Like, let's go get a place. And so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually how you started, like, your whole roomie situation. Yeah. It was me, Arlene, Zaya, Tati. And who else? I know um, you and Gia yeah. stayed there for, like, a couple weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had, like, some people, like, coming in and out for a little bit. They would stay with us because it was summertime. So they were just oh like, yeah. hey, can we stay with you guys? Right. So yeah, people would be coming. The college stay. experience. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. It <laughs> made me feel, like, so at home. That's kind of what I miss having about roommates, too. Like, it was just so fun. Like, I would wake up and be like, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what was what that your doing? first time, like, ever moving with into LA with people was like yeah that was your first time yeah oh my gosh mm-hmm. wait yeah that's honestly like a really good experience it to was, have it was I loved it and then yeah and then I got my own apartment by myself after that mm-hmm. and then yeah I kind of miss having roommates though weren't you like um home for a little bit too I remember like you took yeah. a break from it and what made you like come back I just there's something about being in your hometown that just makes me feel stagnant and like I'm not doing Mm -hmm. enough or like there's so much more that I could be doing and there's I'm so limited there you know and like it's really hard to make friends in my hometown because it's such like a small city and it's just like everyone that I know from my high school and like I don't fuck with that bitch. Right. <laughs> fuck that hoe. Right. <laughs> um, I'm friends with, like, nobody I was friends with in high school. Yeah, I have, like, five people that I'm, like, I would call my friends from school. But yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly think because, um, like, a big reason why I was, like, being so vulnerable to those people when I first, like, came out here and was visiting is because I had shitty-ass friends at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, like, made me feel like, oh, Maybe there is somebody who actually like likes me for me. Yeah. Um. But I just feel like it's a lot of trial and error with exactly. Like, yeah. And then it like trial and error times two when you move to LA because people are just so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely culture shock to me. At what least. about with your love life? Like, what? Wh- how is that? Oh with- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if we really want to get into it, um, I feel like social media and having a platform has made my love life harder. Me too. And because you never really know someone's true intentions and like some men will really play the long game to get what they want out of you whether that be sexual whether that be money or fame whatever they think they can get out of you it's just like you have to like do so much more vetting of this person of like do they actually like me for me do they actually want me or do they, are they just like impressed but what they by what they think i have you know mm-hmm. And so I feel like definitely with some, like, talking stages I've had in L.A., I was like, oh, like, you're not genuine. Like, I know what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. Just so many people have backwards intentions. And it's just given me a lot more trust issues. But it's also, like, I see the positive side of it of, like, it's kind of like a filter, you know? Like, I feel like once you're in it for so long, it's like you start to see the signs and red flags that some of these people give you. And you're like, you just catch on immediately like switch off Uh it makes me go back to those who like i honestly like skimmed over took for granted um because that's how i like initially like decided my friends in la i was like oh i don't really need to look everywhere like the people that i like love me are already around me um so i kind of just need to like focus on them and like make sure i put all my intention into them because they're people that need to be valued like back and forth you know like it's like a relationship and exactly. Sense. I always say like friendships are just like relationships. Like yeah, you have to like nurture them the same way. That's like why it hurts so much when it yeah, ends. You know. I know. Yeah. Mm. 
fuck a friendship breakup. That shit hurt. No, <laughs> I hate that. Like, I know. Because you open up that so many vulnerable things with them. Like, mm. you don't feel like you have to put on a show or a facade or, like, feel like you have to, like, look attractive for them. Mm-hmm. It really is them just solely loving you for your soul for and your, your heart. For you, yeah. And it's just, like, so beautiful. So when I love love. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when friendships end like that, I'm like, whoa. I know. That one really hurt. Yeah, but, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like, I was just talking about, too, how, like, people – some people are meant to just be experiences and like not attachments or possessions. I agree. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I used to have a really big problem with that. It was like, I want to hold on to everybody so hard. And yeah. like, I had such a problem, not a problem, but like I had a hard time like letting people go and like releasing. And now I'm just like, right. That was, you were a good experience. Like, bye, have a good life. Yeah. Like it's a lot easier for me now. Yeah. yeah. Also like, Becoming less of a people pleaser is a, one of the biggest things for yes, me. Yes, that people pleasing is an occurring topic on this podcast. Really? By the way, yes. Are you a people pleaser? <laughs> I used to be so bad. Really? I think I still am, but not to the capacity I was. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely am. Like still to this day, like mm-hmm. I will. I see it. Well, we're, you yeah. know, <laughs> I literally see like younger me and you sometimes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like the way I text people, the way I um just interact with people i'm like i always want to make sure like the energy i'm giving you is reciprocated but not always do you deserve that energy yeah and it's Um, like you have to figure out when to like draw that line or like retract exactly which is really hard just because i'm somebody who like again loves love as Mm -hmm. we were saying and i love to make sure people feel i want them to know my emotions and what i feel for them but Mm -hmm. sometimes i have to like let them know like in different ways that aren't yeah. being so like people pleasing. Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to like show up and like show up fully and like be scared of like that being taken for granted, but like also just wanting to give your all. But like, mm-hmm. like ah, ah, ah. yeah, my <laughs> yeah. thing is though, like at the moment, even though I could be a people pleaser and I, that is like a character <laughs> of me or what's that word? Like uh, a characteristic, characteristic mm-hmm. of me. Um, I look at it in a beautiful way. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's my vulnerability may be taken for granted of, and mm-hmm. I can learn from those experiences, but yeah. um, that's what they are for, to yeah. learn and to grow. And mm-hmm. eventually I'll become the person where I'm not being stepped on, but, you know, it just takes time, and at least I'm aware of it. Yeah, and I feel like with those experiences, living in L.A. kind of adds, like, a couple years of wisdom onto mm-hmm. your life for your age, and so we're going to... I do this thing on my podcast where we, I have people send in voicemails Ooh. and <laughs> um, they're going to kind of ask for advice or like our two cents, whatever we want to offer, like things to help them on this. So we're going to get into that. And I feel like we kind of have a lot to offer. On yeah. yeah. Oh so we're going to get into the first voicemail in the future. If you guys want to call in and leave a voicemail, I always post the prompts on my Instagram stories. So like weekly, I'll be like, hey, guys, um, this week's topic is about blah, blah, blah. Like call this number. And the n- number in question is <laughs> 323-989-1746. I love when you guys leave your ages, too, because it makes it easier to give advice because I wouldn't give the same advice yeah. to like a 14 year old like a 25 year old you know right so love when you guys leave names ages love all that eat it up so yeah (laughs) first voicemail (laughs) hi Verena my name is Kiki and I saw your Instagram story and I hurried it up and I wanted to make a voicemail um I will definitely say now that I'm 18 I have discovered so many changes in my job life and 
money. I know money is kind of like a topic that nobody likes to talk about, but when I was about 15, 16 years old, I did not have any concept of money. I wanted my mom to buy me expensive things and everything, and she was like, Kiki, like, we can't afford this, and I just wasn't aware of that, so now that I'm paying for my own shit, I understand what it's like to have to be an adult. Um, I don't really have a question, but I will say, or I guess I do have a question. How was it moving out on your own? Um, because I'm currently in the process of moving out on my own at 18. And how was your process like? Because everything is so fucking expensive and I don't want to like go bankrupt just for moving out to try and enjoy the things that I like to do. So if you could give me some advice on that. I'd really appreciate it, and congrats on being 20. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. I love you, too, and thank you for calling in. She's so sweet. Right? I love She's Kiki. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, credit cards has fucked me over. <laughs> yeah. Girl, yeah. same. Like, I have that a fat limit on my credit card. I will say that. <laughs> me, too, and I use it. And I use it. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. my lord. Girl, yeah. that money is not yours. Scam. <laughs> oh my god, no. I literally just paid off my credit card like 3 days ago and I literally was like, no. Girl, like no. that has to be a month's worth rent. Like Yeah, no. It was like 2 months worth of rent. Ah! I wanted to die. Why? And then like, it was like telling me it was like your interest charge is coming up soon. I was like, no, no. Please. <laughs> I was like, please have mercy. That auto pay is literally <laughs> My demise, like, <laughs> I'm not making it out alive. <laughs> Wait, is that the, <laughs> that's the, st- <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I am not making it out alive. <laughs> That'll definitely be used in, like, a little. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like you can relate to this, too, is, like, yeah. when, we first start seeing that money come in and we're young and like, we're like, Oh my gosh. Like I was, at least I was very, very careless with how I spent my money and Me I just too. like spent it on everything. And Girl. And then I was like, Oh, and then I got older and like had to pay bills and I was like, Oh I know. no, I yeah. even spent it on just like when I didn't have money. Like yeah, no, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I was, I would be like, 14, like, borderline pushing, like, negative 5 in my bank account. I and know. I would be like, well, let's make it negative 20. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, uh, let me get that cute outfit real quick. Yeah. Um, but honestly, Those like, overdraft fees be crazy. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, like, living in my parents' house mm-hmm. and simultaneously doing social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just getting a lot of money. And I had nowhere to spend it. So I was. You didn't have bills to pay yet. No bills, no responsibilities. So, yeah, my my family was like, oh, V, you get to like always get these luxurious things. But just know when you move out, (laughs) it's going to be a lot different. And boy, was it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm. There's bills to pay. There's furniture to buy. Exactly. The gas, the water, the electricity. Like, tell me why I spent $800 on just some decor decorations on Amazon. Like, it's mm. insane how much things Sometimes cost. I stand in my apartment and I'm like, wow, I could have bought a house with the money that I put all into this. <laughs> I like, know. Like, it's actually sickening to think about sometimes. And I know you mentioned, like, oh, I'm so scared to, like, keep up. Like, I don't want to go bankrupt. And right. I will tell you, like, one thing I always do, if you do have the room or the space or the flexibility to do this, I, what I always like to do is every time I get paid or, like, 
whatever it is, like from a brand deal or YouTube, whatever, I like to split it into three ways. So one, the first one will be my rant. So I'll put some money aside for my rent from that check. And then the second part goes into my savings. And then the third part is spending money. Right. So I divide it into three. And so I just kind of like try to limit my spending money because I do want to save because I used to be really good at saving. And then recently I kind of went a little crazy. Mm. And so, yeah. But what prompted you? Were you like just... I was just like, fuck it, we ball. Like, right. I want to live life. Exactly. Like, why make money if I can't spend it? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. That's like how I feel, too. I'm like, as much as it's important to save, mm-hmm. I feel like if it's for a good experience, mm-hmm. spend that money, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if it's for a concert, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. that's an experience you can never get. Yeah. Um, Just, like, pick wisely. Like, yeah, don't overdo it. Like, Don't overdo it, for sure. I say, like try to give yourself a little leg room or a little leg space like just try to save a little bit so that if one day like one month you're like like oh my god i don't know if i'm gonna make ends meet this month like you have that money in your savings to fall back on you know i I know that can be stressful so like just try to like like i was saying in the episode before this like try to think of how future you can thank you like tomorrow you or a week from now you is like oh i'm so glad that i put this money aside you know how do you deal with that um I'm in an irresponsible money spending era right now. And honestly, like a lot of it was like how much I was spending on clothes Mm -hmm. and trying to keep up with the trends and trying to like, I don't know. Like I think I've definitely become like a victim of fast fashion. Mm. Um, And I think that's also why it's so important to like find your own. So like find like basics and staples in your closet. So you're not getting sucked into that fast fashion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so luckily because of that, like I've just like found my own style Mm -hmm. and things that I can like, honestly, like repeat. And I've been somebody to repeat outfits constantly. Like I used to never be an outfit repeater until this year. I will. I'm an outfit repeater until I die now. No, like I'll repeat that outfit like (laughs) five to 10 times. I don't (laughs) care if I liked it. That's why I bought it. You know, like I'm going to get the good use out of it. I literally used to be the bitch that was like, oh no, I was already seen in this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like now I'm like, fuck, like it's cute. I look good. The learning process for that is just to learn that people do not actually care that much. Like no one's concerned about you that much. I'm I'm, sorry. And I'm also sorry (laughs) to be like a TikTok audio girly, but do you know that one TikTok audio where it's like, I might be an outfit repeater, but you're an outfit, remember? Yes, it's a Lizzie McGuire quote. <laughs> yes, she's like, Lizzie McGuire, you're an outfit repeater. <laughs> well, you're an outfit rememberer, so that's <laughs> so even worse. Just as pathetic. <laughs> oh, my God. No, um, but yeah, just like learning to enjoy the things that you did spend. Mm-hmm. And, Don't um, feel guilty about it, too. You know, yeah. like you did work hard for that, and like you deserve to like. Right. Like, like the damage is done, you might as well just <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The damage is done. <laughs> just enjoy yeah. what you bought mm-hmm. and learn from it and yeah. move on and you know continue also, to save. I'm somebody who has savings as well. Like yeah. I have like a whole chunk of like yeah. my rent money, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. Cause yeah. like that can be scary if you're it just like be. going month to month yeah, on bro. bills. Yeah, I don't okay. know. And people are not always consistent with paying you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then like also with like being an influencer you get paid differently like net 30 net 90 net 45 we'll get like 90 days without pay after we're done with a job and it's like how am I gonna pay my rent yeah no literally (laughs) because I'm I agree and I also don't want to take the money out of my savings to pay my rent so it's just like exactly yeah what am I gonna do in the next year after all that money is spent like all that savings is gone savings is no longer savings Mm -hmm. like 
girl. Yeah. I would say like, just enjoy your space. Like you don't have to be fully furnished furnished right away. Like I didn't have a downstairs couch until like a month ago. Right. <laughs> Honestly, enjoy what yeah. you have. Like, like I it's don't okay. even have TVs right now. Yeah, like, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> I just like, use go my at laptop. Your own pace. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you don't even need a TV to yeah. be honest. Yeah, like just go at your own pace. Like you don't need to have like a fully furnished, beautiful apartment. Like as long as you have a bed somewhere to sleep. As long, who cares if you're even sleeping on the floor? If that's your like right. your safe space, you know, like. You don't need to have everything figured out and just take your time with it. And but also when it comes to spending, make sure that your priorities in check. Like, yes. do not go spend $600 on sheen clothing. When you, you need You should couch. be getting a bed. Yeah. Because, girl, I would, like, spend so much money on clothes. I'm like, let's go shopping. No. As soon as I got here, girl, Literally. I was sleeping on a Target blown-up mattress. <laughs> like, it, this is not the lifestyle you think it is. Because <laughs> also, your, like, mental health is low-key, like, evident with what your space is yeah um so make sure that like you take care of your space and invest mm -hmm. in your space so you can yeah. feel good about yourself that's your safe space yeah mm -hmm. you think we covered that pretty well um there was one thing i wanted to say oh i think that you should also listen to your parents i think i agree as <laughs> long as they have your best intentions and i mm -hmm. think most parents do when it, especially when it comes to money because i think mm -hmm. a lot of parents are frugal with money like mm -hmm. my grandma is like somebody who saves till the day she dies. Mm -hmm. She helps me with my finances. Uh, um, but don't be afraid to like have them help you out. Don't be afraid to ask, ask for help. For help yeah. um, and we're like yeah. young adults. Like we're just becoming, like we're just entering, like we're still trying to figure it out. Exactly. You know? like, this is like our first rodeo. Like your parents have been through this with like multiple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and I know it can be hard because sometimes you can resent parents or feel like you feel like. Like fuck off mom. Exactly. Fuck off, you don't get it. But <laughs> no, no, they, they get do. It. Yeah. They have wisdom for a reason. Yeah. They wrote. Believe it or yeah. not, they were 18, 19, 20 at one point too. Which exactly. Like, yeah. And they watched you grow up your whole life. Mm. They're going to understand how you they think about you the like world. They know you like the back of their hand. Yeah. yeah. Period. So. Yeah, but I hope we helped, and thank you for calling in, Kiki. That was her name, right, Kiki? Kiki. Yes, Kiki, oh. we love you, <laughs> and yeah, thank you for calling in. I hope we helped. <laughs> okay, next voicemail. Hey, Marina. Hi. Um, so I have a question about finding your inner peace and your purpose. I, I know that, like, growing up, you always had a passion for, like, um, beauty lifestyle and your content has changed um, which I love <laughs> I'm all for it but um, like how did you navigate like uh, finding a new direction and like getting into fashion and just like overall finding like different career opportunities than the one you were like already pursuing thank you bye um, thank you for calling in I feel like we can both really have a lot to say for this because I know you might probably feel this way because I felt this way when I was like heavily in like the beauty and lifestyle area and I know mm -hmm. it's not the same at all but I felt yeah. like very confined to making that type of content yeah. and I was like well, well if I don't make this content like people aren't going to watch my videos or if I don't do like makeup videos like people aren't going to be interested in what I have to say if I'm not like doing a cool makeup look right. with it you know. Mm -hmm. um, so for me it was just more of like I just started doing like, I felt confined to that one, like, niche. And I just wanted to try new things. And I did try new things, and I like it. Not more necessarily, but I feel like it fits me better now, and it's just what I resonate with the most now. Like, I feel like my vlogs and, like, stuff I do now, like, is just more convenient to my life. Yeah. 
yeah. at like in this present moment and who yeah. knows i might go back to like being like an mua <laughs> on youtube but yeah how do you feel um well first off like very proud of you because i feel like Thank i don't know it there's a lot of people who kind of like set up an idea of you in their head already because of what you used to be so yeah. you know you've literally done like a full 360 yeah i was like i would say freak instead of fuck i was like family friendly exactly. as well like, yeah no you're a totally different vibe mm -hmm. which i honestly think it's like really hard to like actually show your actual self online sometimes like you want to yeah. put up a character so you can if somebody comes for you you know you're like well it wasn't real i was at first a people pleaser when it came to the topics i would pick with um just like talking about my trans struggles online. Mm. Um, and I boxed myself for sure, like only talking about those things. Mm. Um, and in a way I would talk about things that people were only interested in hearing versus like what needed to be heard from me, um, which is my experience and why I think it's important. So what I think I should speak up about is most important. And mm -hmm. I think that's number one rule as an activist like mm -hmm. you're not here to please a bunch of people you're informing and you're spreading exactly yeah. you're not here to make people comfortable you're mm -hmm. here to do the opposite have the important conversation exactly yeah. and i would actually like i remember i don't know how long ago it was i think it's kind of like in the house era but you would always like get comments and like uh reply to them with videos and they would always be like is all she talks about being trans and you were like yeah and like just mm -hmm. stop watching and i would be so confused i'm like why like people know what your page is like you are here mm -hmm. to like tell people what's up and like inform people and mm -hmm. like obviously exactly but do you ever feel like you can't like you can't make other content um i used to feel like that mm -hmm. but now the content that i make is very like fashion centered and um like diving into like expressing androgyny you on your fashion shoot. you know yeah. <laughs> um but just like expressing myself in other ways that isn't just feminine because i felt like i had to only express myself feminine to um get validation from those who didn't accept me um but i had to learn that those who didn't accept me for being trans and having a certain stereotype has nothing to do with you no do it doesn't yeah. and honestly like what's gonna speak more to people is me expressing my identity whether it's understood or yeah. not and i also just want to say dude like i think you're so cool and i'm so proud of you and i just like seeing you go from like <laughs> high school to like now and like i remember um i don't know if it was like prom or like you had an assembly or type thing or like yeah. you won like prom queen right yes. yeah and like everyone was hating on you i was like dude like this girl is so like brave and cool and like the fact that you were like able to like turn it into like a cool positive experience that so many yeah. people at your school were like hating on you and i kind of resonated with that too like yeah it was really hard yeah. to honestly because like i had that moment of winning that and then i was like and it was like felt like it taken away from exactly me but yeah. my thing is like it was such a moment like a trans girl winning homecoming queen is the like especially a black trans girl in a main where there was no minorities mm -hmm. at anywhere in the school was like it was school, majority like, white people yeah. I, it was just amazing that it even happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't let the few people that said something ruin it. You know, maybe it could be like a fun video online. Yeah. But um, like at the end of the day, this is so a time of, of celebration. Yeah. You know, it's it's time that I get to experience my like joy as a Like that is literally going to be in the history books. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I honestly hope it inspires more people to go out and, you know, be out there to 
be a candidate for yeah. running for homecoming or prom queen or yeah. king. You're um, such a role model to so many, and I f- love it. Oh. And I feel like it's so <laughs> stressful, too, because you're also just like, I'm just a girl in the world. Exactly. <laughs> like, you're, just so, you're yeah. still learning. I honestly, like... like as of recent, mm. I, I don't think I hardly talk about trans topics unless if it's like for brand deals, because mm. that's what the brands kind of want me for. Yeah. They want me to. It's not that it's a bad thing. It's just like we need more representation, especially within the media mm. and what we're purchasing. So I honestly mm. think it's a good thing that they look to yeah. me for a lot of trans things. Mm. But um, on my social media, I show other things that aren't just being trans anymore. Mm. Um, so whether that's like the relationships in my life, uh, how I express myself, even if that is based off of my identity, like Mm. doesn't all have to be about that because I feel like once I can strip away just being trans, people can understand me as a trans person. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I'd honestly just like add on that, um, to not be afraid of Mm. trying new things and testing the limits. Whatever's making you happy at the end of the day is what's going to be the yeah. best for your mental. I agree. Um, like, as fun as it is to please a bunch of people and give them what they want, like, mm. what you You're want. You're not living for yourself. Exactly. Um, so, I honestly think, like, once you bite the bullet, even if the views are low, like, mm. are you happy doing it? Because, yeah. you know, exactly. that's really what matters. Yeah, and, like, with the whole, like, purpose thing or, like, what ma- whatever makes you happy, that could change all the time. Like, right. whatever makes you happy what might might not be what makes you happy in a month or two. So just, like, be mindful of, like, what you actually want and, like, what's actually making you happy and be honest with yourself and yeah. try new things. Yeah, don't get in, like, habits, too, of, like, just, like, repeating yourself over and over of, like, I don't know, things you feel uncomfortable with because mm-hmm. then you're forcing yourself in, like, a toxic kind of cycle exactly back to the social media thing do you feel as though like as an activist there is an extreme like pressure on you to be kind of a role model to people yeah for sure no I there's definitely a pressure to be a role model in the way where it's like I need to make sure that I say nothing incorrect Mm -hmm. um but I think what is admirable about me for a lot of people is that I do say things that aren't always like on the line um so in that way I think just taking off the pressure is what gives you that role model status if that makes sense you're being more real exactly Mm -hmm. um so I honestly like just threw that all out the window because I was like I can't live for other people right and and like you're still like a young woman exactly I'm allowed to make mistakes like I'm allowed to learn from mistakes don't get sometimes too they hold like influencers and activists like such a high standard because Mm -hmm. like that's what they're seeing that's what they're consuming but they don't realize that we're like another person on the other side of the screen also consuming other media and also learning and also still growing too and I'm a hardcore activist not only for my community but for you know like my other ethnicity groups and mm-hmm. like not always do I know how to word that correctly because I didn't grow up with my culture mm-hmm. um so that's specific to my experience as like a mixed person mm-hmm. is that I don't always like have the background on how to really understand all of the communities on a level where it's like I understand your struggle mm-hmm. um 
but like I think that's my story. Feels, and yeah. yeah, I feel like no matter what, like my story is something that many people can relate to as mixed people. Like they can't find their one identity, but you know, that's what makes them them. And mm-hmm. I think navigating that I, f- I wish we had like mixed people support groups <laughs> um I don't even care if you're like not black like or of my ethnicity like I just want to hear like how you like go back and forth you should with, make like, like a discord for that that would, that be, would be really cool yeah. I, there's actually a lot yeah. of people who have like Facebook groups mm-hmm. um and they don't even have like the same ethnicities they're just like I'm mixed and I feel like <laughs> I can't identify with this certain group, but I can identify with this group, but they don't accept me for this and da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, we're all in the same boat. That's such a hard <laughs> topic too, yeah. Yeah. That could be its own episode too, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we covered that pretty well. Um, she didn't leave her name, did she? I don't think oh. so. Um I wish no. I could. Okay, well, I hope we helped. I think we did good with that one. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, Thank you for calling in. I love you. So we're going to move on to the next voicemail now. Caesar, thank you. (laughs) Hi, Verena. It's Julianne. I got picked for, I'm pretty sure, your second episode for your podcast. And I'm actually 15 right now. And I wanted to ask a question since, you know, you are older. My question for it is, do you see yourself higher than things that you did when you were younger? Like, do you see that you finally accomplished goals that you wish you when you were 15? Do you think, like, your 15-year-old self would be happier, like, would be happy to meet you, if that makes any sense? I'm sorry. I don't know how to speak. But I love you so much. Bye. <laughs> no, that made perfect sense. I love you, too. Um, I think my 15-year-old self would think i'm the coolest fucking person ever what about you um <laughs> yeah i yeah. think so too i don't know i'd be a little confused yeah i would be so confused. i'd be like how did you get here yeah. but <laughs> i would be like whoa where did all these tattoos come from but, right because you were the tattoo god <laughs> yeah. let me just say that like oh my Every lord week how? i was like guys new tattoo <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah i don't know if my 15 year old self would be like a little frightened or like oh my god you're the coolest person ever maybe like both but <laughs> I would def like fifteen year old me would be very proud of where I'm at now, and I don't know about you, but I would do anything to go back in time and give her a hug. Oh, yeah. How do you? Me feel? as well. Yeah. I I at the time like the people I was surrounding myself with were just like there for me, but not a hundred percent. Um, and so that. I would just let people step on me. Like it mm. wasn't even people pleaser. It was like it was just like. People. Doormat, yeah. Exactly. Me, me too. <laughs> Girl. Um, I feel you, yeah. So I wish I could go tell myself, like, though these people are putting you through, like, trauma low-key, um, it's not all about you. Like, I feel like low-key, um, I didn't realize that people had their own issues aside from mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, whether like that's when you're like younger, a, it's hard to comprehend, like, exactly. the world doesn't revolve around you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I would honestly, like, put a reality check for that for my past self um yeah what about you um as far as like meeting like goals and achievements I think I've met most of them that 15 year old wanted 15 year old me wanted which is why I think she would be so proud but I think one thing that has been a reoccurring problem since I was 15 and I still need to work on and she would be disappointed to know that it's still a problem is also being a doormat is I can be too nice sometimes and I don't know how to say no and sometimes I don't know how to stand up for myself 
or I'll put myself in situations I don't want to be in because I just simply didn't know how to not. Or people will blatantly like treat you like crap like, and yeah. you will just be like, oh, that was a one time oh, thing. Okay, no, yeah. girl, they showed you your yeah. character. Yeah, like, that is one thing, like especially like over the last few months, I've had to really like tell myself, like sh- believe people when they fucking show you who they are. Exactly. Like it's it's literally take it for what it is. Like I wish I could stop giving so many people the benefit of the doubt all the time because not everybody deserves it. No. Yeah. Especially living in LA. Oh. <laughs> no. And like yeah. in relationships as well. Like I feel mm-hmm. like, oh my Lord, oh. I'm thinking of an idea of you and oh. you are nowhere near the standard at all. What do like, you mean? My, I don't know. Like elaborate. I feel like I've, I've had like a situation not a situation, but just like it's like a pattern with me with guys. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll just be the shittiest person ever, and I'll be like, "Oh, but they can change." Like, girl, yes. no, you just met them. You cannot <laughs> fix him. Like, you can't fix him. Like, like I, I'm definitely like a fixer upper when it comes to uh-huh. relationships, and like I need to stop because yeah. I think that's what I'm gonna find happiness in my companionship with people, and yeah. especially like in a love scenario. But I like, feel like it is not our job to like train these men. No, it's not our job to show them how to treat us. Absolutely you know, not. Like, you should already know from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like before approaching either of us, like you should already have a game plan. Like you exactly. should already know what. Like <laughs> no, no more. No, <laughs> like no more. Of my that. standards are so much higher than me too. Actually, when I was like fifteen, like I feel like my standards get higher like every day. Honestly, mm-hmm. like and every bad experience and every bad relationship I go through, right. I literally my standards shoot up. I'm like, never again. I am never allowing that for myself. No. Yeah. I think like as a trans girl too, like I would be in kind of circumstances where people would just like be keeping me secrets mm-hmm. or um in a sense like just like being embarrassed of my whole existence and like yeah. why would I even give the person the time of day if you don't They're accept me for who I am? Be with you and show you off. Exactly. Yeah. Like and I also uh-huh. think that circumstance was like just particular to me because of me being out at such a young age, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that it like pertains to people who aren't trans as well like People just don't know how to respect others at that young of an age, and they're still learning respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unfortunately, sometimes you can be the guinea pig for that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember um, when I was living with Gia and Zay and everything, they would always talk about how like some men would just really like use you guys as a fetish. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a big issue. Like, you never know who truly loves you, and I don't even think. And in who's like playing you as a part of their fan exactly yeah. like a relationship i don't even know if it could be genuine all the time like mm-hmm. even girls who are in happy relationships like you never know what that guy's intentions are yeah. um That's what's so scary about love i know and oh. <sighs> i mean trans girl are not like you just don't know what they are using you for mm-hmm. um so that can be a fantasy that can be an idea in their head like especially with like people who date like with wide range gap or age gaps. Um, I think that's a big issue as well because like there's a level of like understanding the world Mm. and like vulnerability and innocence. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Girl, I I get scared for you in some situations. Why? Because I see your stories. Girl. Text her and say, stop posting when everyone knows you're alone. (laughs) Stop doing that. Don't post in the moment. One, (laughs) two, I know you love homeless people, (laughs) but girl, like you cannot be sometimes there's a boundary did you see yes i saw when you were dancing with that guy in the freaking 
field and he started trying to touch you weird yeah. and you were just like oh so like, sorry no no like, girl <laughs> you need to take that as a lesson and say oh my gosh like there's uh, other ways to help people okay at first it was like fun and games and we were like frolicking in the park <laughs> every day it's a text to Verena going don't post that don't do that you're gonna someone's gonna stalk you like relax Mackenzie every day I get a text from her she's like you're gonna get kidnapped Sabrina like please I'm so worried for you Girl, I'm gonna like, start texting I'm you so too cause you. you need to hear it from multiple people okay, apparently here's my thing though it's just I just love strangers like homeless or not I you saw you what? just recently in Hawaii yeah. just like learning from from this one stranger you're like they just give me the best life advice ever and i'm like girl like what did they say like that i don't even know it could have been the most simple thing ever and you'd be like they were wow, like don't get pineapple changing. on your pizza and i was like wow <laughs> <laughs> um no i just love <laughs> okay i love love i love people i love strangers homeless or not <laughs> oh my lord like i just feel like there's something to learn from everybody you know like and like i just feel like especially with homeless people like all they really need is somebody to listen and like yes <laughs> some of them really do cross boundaries when i talk to them and i think it's because i'm definitely too nice and like i just don't know how to be like okay that's enough because like, i'm scared they're gonna stab me house getting broken into this year would be like okay i'm gonna relax on like your house got broken into yes oh you missed that series of stories <laughs> what it she was posted like the police in her house like with girl. guns yeah it was like four in the morning and there's like two cops like pointing guns at my upstairs loft. she's like live streaming <laughs> she's like this is my address now that's camp <laughs> that was she's so like guys this, and this is where they broke in <laughs> oh my lord this is actually how they got <laughs> into my apartment starts painting about it yeah. i'm like okay guys i'm gonna give you a pov step by step of how i think they broke into yeah, my oh apartment my <laughs> like thank god you have a ring now but like yeah no i have cameras all over now so it's fine but well, you lock your fine, doors right like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm like extra paranoid now i like double lock i close the windows like Girl, yeah but thank um, the lord <laughs> i just like fuck it we've all like every day's an adventure <laughs> like, what are we doing today who am i gonna meet today Brina's you know? really my child but, <laughs> wait let me tell you though it's crazy because I wish you guys knew me when I, like, first moved here. I was, like, the shyest, most introverted person ever. Like, if a stranger would try to talk to me, my my face would turn red, and I'd be like, oh, I like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I would just stutter. Like, I wouldn't know how to talk to people, and I just feel like also 15-year-old me would now think that that's so cool that I just, like, talk to everybody and anybody, and I don't struggle with that anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there yeah. any goals that 15-year-old you, got like, didn't meet? Yeah, I wanted to be, like, a Vogue model. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <Play>. <laughs> I am everything that I wanted to yeah. be. Did you exceed your expectations of the person you were going to become? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. And I, I think, think more so yeah. mentally than like physical um, achievements too. I think I'm very proud of how far I've come mentally, especially. Yeah. yeah. Did you have the, the goals to be where you are career wise? Like, did you know that you wanted to be an influencer? Yes. 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 Before being my two dream jobs was I was going to go to Harvard and be a criminal defense attorney and live in New York and have oh my, my own law firm. <laughs> and then it was, OK, I'm going to do makeup tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I love them both. And I still feel like I still have like aspects of that like whole mm -hmm. law thing in my life. And I love it. But um, I love being an influencer. Honestly, I hate the word influencer. I'm sorry. But Can it be like creator or something? Yeah. Like, I like that better. I like, I love being a creator. That's why I'm like, I'm an online actor. I do <laughs> think though that there is a difference between creators and influencers. Mm -hmm. Like 
you are influencing. You're influencing being an advocate, being an activist. Like, you're influencing whether it be fashion or beauty. And then there are content creators who just make content for fun and, like, aren't necessarily influencing. So even though you hate the word. I think when (laughs) it becomes, like, kind of undesirable is when those people, like, use that content that they do for fun and then put entitlement to it. Like, of, like, what they feel they deserve in the world like girl like let's keep it about you are just making videos like the public figures where like i'm above you and yeah. exactly I like that shit oh these my god are and then meeting everyone else are doing in person and they act like they're so above you and i'm like okay let's humble ourselves right <laughs> let's take us we're all a few steps people back. you do not need to have this yeah. fat of an ego mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of like what this whole podcast about is about too is like nobody makes it out alive like we all bleed red like we're literally all the fucking same like yeah. it's not that serious like just be nice to people just exactly be kind. like it's not that fucking hard like it's so much harder to be mean than it is to it be really nice. is like, like it takes effort to be mean <laughs> like mm-hmm. being kind is just natural like just do you like damn yeah. i saw this video on my for you page and it was like you instead of like having a bunch of negative thoughts you should just say one positive thing at least to anybody mm-hmm. actually no it was you should say every positive thought that you have yeah um and you'd be surprised how much the negative will like disappear yeah I um that. so like say i feel like i'm scared to tell you something like just say it you know yeah I love, I love, love. (laughs) Okay, but I think we're going to wrap up this episode. We've been filming for a while, but it was just, it didn't even feel that long. Like, I was just having so much fun talking to you. I love it. Yeah, um, I want to say thank you so much to V for being a guest. If you want to drop your socials. Yes. Um, Well, the most important thing right now is that I am having my own podcast. Uh Don't ask me that. It's so cute. On the Pass Your Bedtime YouTube channel. It's on all streaming platforms. I talk about trans activism my struggles that i go through with doing so of just being a trans woman and we get to talk about it with all different walks of life um so if you're interested in something like that definitely go on the past your bedtime youtube channel and check it out um but my social media is v-e-o-n-d-r-e-m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l and in a melody andre (laughs) on tiktok viandre m on snapchat And the first one, same thing for YouTube. So. Your username isn't the same on everything? No. And no. it's so annoying. Like, <laughs> the person who has my username, who is just, like, Viandre, blocked me. I was like, <laughs> girl, I just want the damn username. And they were like, no, you can't have it ever. Matter no. of fact, you're never even speaking to me. Um, anyways, so <laughs> you got anything to plug, girl? <laughs> um yes please guys i'm still editing my 20th birthday video (laughs) please um please don't be mad at me i promise it's a really good video just wait everyone in the comments is so mad at the taking accountability video they weren't mad but they were like oh my god i thought you did something yeah i know sorry had to clickbait you guys there for a second bye (laughs) (laughs) okay but thank you guys so much for watching or listening we love you bye